Do you know how I know that actually? I, I, Do you remember that song from U2 that's like Uno, Dos, yeah. Trace, Catorce, and he like skips to fourteen after three, and it's like really dumb Bono move. That's how I know. <laughs> You're welcome, world. And that's not the song of my people. Welcome once again to Chill Filter, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to, but you probably should, and you know, you probably are, and that's why we like you. Uh, today is a very special episode because it's not a special episode. On the <laughs> other side of the mic, I got my main man, Cole. We are back. We are reunited. Cole's back from his two-week sabbatical, uh, and we're so glad to have him. Uh, before we get into how Cole's doing, how baby Colonel Turkey Dump's doing, Let's talk a little bit of business. Uh, go ahead and hit us up on Instagram. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, let us know what you think. If you've had any of these whiskeys or any thoughts on these whiskeys, let us know, man. We love talking to you. Also, if you want to contribute to the show, uh, you can always hit us up on patreon.com slash chillfiltered. And we've got lots of awesome tiers. You can get in some stickers. You can get some flasks. You can get some glassware. Uh, and we always take care of our Patreon listeners. And you can always get a little bit of whiskey. Uh, Cole recently, before he went on his sabbatical, did send out a bunch of samples. Hearing from lots of you guys saying, got some good stuff. It pays. You pay us, we pay you. That sounds horrible. It's not about money. It's more about the relationship. <laughs> oh, geez. I just made it about money. I sound so... Okay. You know, that's a good point right there to stop the business. But anyway, Cole, welcome <laughs> back, man. It feels like it's been forever. I'm so excited to talk to you. I have like We really haven't even talked on a personal level, kind of yeah. been waiting, saving it up for the podcast. How you doing, new baby daddy? Dude, I'm good. Yeah. I'll tell you what, it's it's been a good few weeks. I, I'm stoked to be a dad. I, yeah, I mean, the sleep is one thing, yeah. uh, which we're getting used to. And it's funny because before, I think I might have even mentioned this on the podcast before, like, I don't know how I'm going to handle, or I, I didn't think I would be able to know how to handle the sleep deprivation because I usually go to bed at like 9.30 every night, typically. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, it's been handleable, you know. It's it's just an adjustment. Uh, I love our little daughter Beck, and uh, this is this next part will be for Miles Ferguson, who asked, "I can't wait to hear, excuse me, on the podcast why you named her Beck." And so we actually named her Beck after the musician. And I don't know if you knew that, Robbie. I figured as um, much. I knew you were a big Beck fan. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah we're big Beck fans, and we kind of thought that would be a great name, whether we had a boy or a girl. And we knew we were having a girl. And, uh, and we had actually decided on that years ago, like probably four or five oh, years really? ago, we decided oh, okay. that that's what we wanted to name our kid. And, um, well, we kept it a secret for a long time and, uh, we just thought, you know, he's a great musician, actually really talented musician and just kind of a funny, quirky guy. And we thought, you know, what, what a cool name. Uh, and we thought, you know, and, and, you know, it's Beck, not Becky. If anyone ever wonders, uh, we don't want to. Call her that as if her name is like Rebecca or something like that, or Becky. Or, and that's not it. But oh, you just, we, you we just named her Beck called, and uh, man, you just pissed off. Was that you just pissed off all of our Becky fans? Man, sorry, no. Becky's and Becca's. Yeah, no, Becky's. You guys are right. You guys are great. But we did not name our child after you. <laughs> sorry to say. Um, but um, what was I thinking? Um, what you're thinking? So what yeah, that, thinking. I hope that answers your question. I really, yeah, hope, yeah, go ahead. I really hope out there we have some listeners. One's the husband's name Steve, 
and the wife's name's mm-hmm. Becky, and they're both super pissed right now. <laughs> and I hope that our love of spirits. No. Um, but, uh, no, I got to say, though, like, okay. I love being a father. I uh, It's been great. It's been challenging. But also, whenever I look at her, I just melt. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what I am, like, right now, I just am so grateful to be back. Uh, I missed this immensely. And uh, and I, I wouldn't even say, like, I worried. In fact, I listened to both the um, John uh, from Embellish and then Connor from um, Who Gives a Dram. They were great episodes. I was almost worried, you know, that I would lose my job. No, they actually really did a great job, and I hope our listeners feel the same. Uh, but I am back, and uh, yeah, I'm excited, like, to keep going. Like, we... And I'll talk about this a little bit before the history. We are just so taken care of by our listeners, and we oh appreciate you guys so much. And I just missed you guys. Like, I missed, I mean, one, I missed our listeners, but really a lot. I missed talking to you, Robbie. Uh, this is our therapy every week, you know? Absolutely. And uh, it is awesome to just click and drink whiskey and talk about it and have fun doing it. So it's uh, super underrated. No, it's not underrated. It's, it's like perfectly rated. <laughs> everyone knows it's awesome. Yeah. Well, at yeah, least exactly. our listeners. On, I assume every one of our listeners is like, yeah, drinking whiskey with a buddy is the best. So, Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, and for those who have listened more than four episodes, they're thinking, drinking whiskey with my buddies Cole and Robbie is the best. So, um. Yeah, that's how I'm doing. Uh, I any questions? I guess before I, I want to send it to you, but maybe there maybe you're like, "Hey, Cole, why didn't you name her Colonel Turkey Dump instead?" Well, um, we're all upset about that. But yeah, yeah, I know that Rice Lake and Boise had some riots. <laughs> we did. We we were expecting it. Mm-hmm. Wasn't so yeah, man. Like things are going well. Like what is? I can only imagine because we had so we adopted Amara at 60 months and like yeah. it was easy she slept right. and ate and it was just like uh-huh it, i mean she honestly because yeah she just slept more than she was awake almost and, and when she was awake she was eating yeah. it was so easy and then we had the twins and that was just like it was holy cow oh, two f- at once oh, too God. wow it was just it was non-stop it was absolutely non-stop and they were yeah. like failure to like finley was failure to thrive at first and it was like constantly feeding and stuff like that so it was hard oh wow and like we had i had a yeah like, i've mentioned it before like i would go to bed at 5 30 at night and i would wake up at between 12 30 and 1 30 <sighs> and like to do my shift and it was awful but yeah so what and i can only imagine like so when you have one baby and yeah it needs the baby needs mommy more than it needs daddy. Like, yeah. What, what's mm-hmm. kind of your routine? Like what kind of schedule are you on specifically? Yeah. So what we've kind of, uh, what's the word, um, settled on in a way, uh, right now. And, and, uh, there's a better word for that, but like we've, um, converged to is probably a better way to say it, uh, <clears throat> is, you know, during the day, I help out as many ways as I can. I've actually gone back to work this week, uh, so it is a little bit difficult. But my parents are actually in town. Oh, nice. They're here as we speak. And they, so they're helping in any ways they can. But um, what it's come down to, at least in the night, is uh, we'll go to bed and we'll try to put her down. And I will do everything but, or not everything but, but I will try to change her maybe two or three times a night. Uh, Heather will wake me up, say, Cole, can you change her? And I'll change her. And then maybe it's time for her to feed. And then at that point, I go back to sleep. Um, And sometimes if she's really fussy, I'll try to get up and uh, go, like, just walk around the house and kind of just settle her down. Um, 
but uh it's been good yeah it's fun it's like uh and oh i forgot to mention here's one of my favorite things about having a baby is showing her for the first time music and i'm like and i'll talk to her i'll be like all right like one of the first artists we listened to together it was somewhat uh not not too heavy not too anything crazy in any direction Glenn Danzig. Uh, i introduced her to no oh, disappointing. <laughs> no um it was uh elton john yeah and uh and i would sing to her and uh just and i was like this is the first time you've ever heard elton john and i would just teach her and uh you know it's silly because of course she can't understand what i'm saying but i think she probably appreciated me talking to her and um you know singing to her every now and then with the verses and and then i moved up to i started in kind of the 80s late 70s and 80s for most things uh and uh i what was i listened to the the blue album already by weezer getting into the 90s and just trying to listen to a few albums really like she really enjoyed uh stevie nicks with uh um fleetwood mac Mm -hmm. and and she really enjoyed uh elton john for the record so Um, that's so funny because when finley was probably like Mm -hmm. oh seven months or so like both the girls about seven Mm -hmm. months the twins i would play uh if they were getting fuzzy i would just like put on uh crocodile rock and just oh that's awesome really like over dramatize the yeah and they would like stop yeah and they would be like all about it yeah so that's funny oh that's so good okay a couple of things there's something about elton john oh yeah i was singing um uh, really quick i was i was singing uh guess what or guess that's why they call it the blues Mm -hmm. and uh you know and just saying like the line like you know i simply love you more than i love life itself and you know it's like it's meaningful you know absolutely Elton John was good man yeah I, th- I think he was and still is you know a uh, couple yeah. things though Cole you need to take videos as much as possible like I remember I texted I texted you and I was like the baby sounds like the sp- super small infant sounds that go away so quickly you gotta take vi- make sure you take tons of videos yeah. of that like just get it on tape. oh for sure and yeah just lots of videos and little the squeaks other, the other thing she makes squeaks so this week lately like we've been doing a lot of swim lessons and Chelsea's been working. Um, mm-hmm. and like, I'm really in summer mode right now and I've been doing hair a lot and I was just thinking, nice. like I do. Yeah. So I'm like, that's my biggest piece of advice for any father of daughters is learn to do their Get hair. Get used to doing hair. Learn to yeah. like, don't just practice on Heather. <laughs> don't just, don't just leave it to the wife because it is really like, I don't know. There's a certain amount of pride when you go out in public and someone's like, Oh, your mom did that. a good job on your hair. And like, uh, I did the, the hair today. Like, so daddy did a good yeah. job on your hair. Yeah. No, yeah. that'll be absolutely. I'm a hundred percent in. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. And I don't know. Sold. Just having little yeah. girls. I'm so excited, man. I can't, can't wait yeah. to meet her. She's so stinking cute. So stinking cute. Yeah. yeah. The, the Deadbalds clan is now what like because uh, you have four girls and we have two on this side. It's so six to two. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we're twenty. And the Deadbalds is only a quarter dudes, which I don't mind. I don't mind. Yeah, this is it's all good. You know, like, and we got some sassy, feisty, fun women. So that's it's a good time right there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that's awesome. Yeah, but how are you doing? God, I'm good. So I've definitely missed you. Like, so it's been, it's kind of funny because with the last two episodes, it's a little bit more like, hey, newcomer to the mm-hmm. show, let's talk about you. Let's talk about yourself. So I feel like I haven't really yeah. got a chance to like talk mm-hmm. about myself, but there's really not a lot going on with me. Yeah. Um, man, we're like, we're just, summer. we're like right into summer mode. 
swimming a lot, nice. uh, working in the garden a lot. My peppers aren't popping. I can't wait for them to pop. Um, I'm a little nervous. They'll though. get there. Yeah. Um, gosh, not much. I will say though, I thought of our episode tonight because uh, Bo continues to eat Moose's poop, and then I was like, "Wait a oh minute! Oh my goodness! I'm about to drink some sheep dung smoked whiskey. Am I? Am I no yeah. better than turd mouth Bo? So, anyway, yeah, we might be turd mouths after today. <laughs> um. Oh, one thing though, I know you. Yeah. So what's what's your entry buzz, Cole? Uh, I am drinking Blanton's. Uh, yeah. You're drinking Blanton's? A single barrel from 2016 in this case. Nice. Okay. Well, I am drinking some Appleton Estate 21 year. Dude, what rum. a pro. Oh, my God. 21 year rum? Come on. And I'm not. That's amazing. I'm not a huge. Like, I can do rum and Cokes on Sundays, but this was mm-hmm. delicious. It was it's very rummy. Is it like crazy good? Uh, for rum, absolutely. Like, it. Was, I love it. It was uh, rummy and mm-hmm. delicious. That's all. I, I'm not. I'm not a big rum yeah. guy, so I don't know what else to say. But it was rummy and delicious and super palatable. So, anyway, love it. I'm ready. To, let's, are we, I can't wait to drink it. Can we get into some history here? Because I'm ready to drink some of this. Uh, let's do it. This sheep poop. <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh, let's send it a break real quick. We'll be back. We'll talk about a few notes and then we'll get to the history. So here we go to break. <laughs> All right, we are back. And I actually have a lot of notes to get to this week, but maybe it's just making up for two weeks being out. Uh, But I'll go through them pretty quick. A few shout outs this week. First of all, thank you to all the people who reached out and congratulated me on the birth of Beck. I really appreciate it. Uh, I, I know we did shout out Sean. Uh, and I'm going to call him Sean Crow because that's what he put as his name on uh, Patreon. Uh, but I don't know how to pronounce his last name otherwise. So I'm going to call him Sean Crow. Uh, and for sending us literally seven samples the other day. And we did talk about this and we and we did. But I just like still he deserves a double shout out for this. Uh, and one, what we're drinking today is one of those uh, bottles. And so huge thank you to Sean uh, for that, and also congrats on getting married and the honeymoon mm-hmm. uh, to Sean because he just got back from his honeymoon. So congrats. Also, Will Barrett, uh, one of our Patreon listeners, sent us three samples too, yeah. and we're going to review all of them. Uh, and shout out to Will for being a baller of a Patreon supporter. Uh, and another shout out to John, uh, not only John of Embellish Podcast, not only being a great guest co-host while I was out, but for also sending us four samples himself. And some classy options. And I mean, like, truly, all three of those guys, Sean, Will, and uh, John, they sent, like, classy stuff. And so we are really grateful for that. Uh, and they're all beautiful men, you know, in a, in a masculine oh, way. They're all very good-looking so men. So good-looking. Uh, which is what happens when you support our show. Oh, they're, so, they're spouses. In those kind of ways. Anyone who's, mm-hmm. I mean. Lucky to have them. Lucky. Oh. And they're good-looking, too. Oh, they're gorgeous. Gorgeous people. Oh, mm-hmm. um, uh, can I? Can we? All I'm saying is maybe there's a correlation, <laughs> or a causation, or a, I, 
God, I couldn't think of anything. Um, but it's okay. I, you're usually better than me, though. I, no, well, it's, now you're you're the new dad, so you got all the new dad puns, humor. Yeah. Um, so that does. I, should we mention our problem we're having now, Cole? What's that? Oh, that we have. Uh, yes. So, <sighs> yeah, I will mention that. Actually, I did write that down. Uh, actually, that was my next uh, oh. point. Mm. Yeah. No. Good point. Um, was that if you have sent us stuff and we haven't drank it yet, we do apologize, but we will absolutely get to it. Uh, we are trying to make sure we split it all up well because we do have a few samples. I won't say how many, but we have a few. We, yeah. If you want to send some, we will drink it, but I can't promise you we'll drink it the next episode. So I'll be a little... Is that what you're going to say? Yeah. I'm looking at my shelf. Like I got in trouble again. My wife was like... Uh, <laughs> you, you need to clean up those like there's just too much whiskey all over the shelves there like so we have so many nice. samples right now it, like retook over two shelves it's getting to be a problem nice. so it's a good problem you need a have. nice hutch now yeah yeah we just yeah that's yeah. cool but what also i did write down after that was if you want to be someone who gets mad shout outs or if you just want to find out uh if we like a whiskey that you have uh, and we haven't covered it yet, please reach out. We're not against people sending us samples at this point. Even though we have a few, uh, maybe yours will reach the top list. I, I got to say, what we're drinking today was one of those ones that I was like, this is going straight to the top of the next uh, uh, two Tuesday, pick mm-hmm. two Tuesdays, uh, because I, I really wanted to find out what this was like. Uh, but yeah, hit us up on Instagram or on chillfilteredpodcast at gmail.com. Another thing, Robbie. Okay. Uh, you're going to love this. And I don't know if I can actually keep it a secret because I am so excited about it. All right. Uh, we have a big Sazerac product, and I mean big, coming soon. Huh. Uh, from the distillery. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> and we actually have have started to work out the master distiller is going to come on the podcast too. Shut up. Um, yeah. Yeah. Now, like look, the master distiller now from we, a Sazerac company. We don't want to. We don't want to count our uh, chickens till the eggs, or count our eggs till the chickens hatch. Hatch the eggs till the chickens count, right? Mostly, but it's already mostly set up. Okay, yeah. well, we just got to pick a date. Basically. I'm I am mostly excited then. Okay, I'm gonna tell you what it is. Okay, because <laughs> I'm really excited about it. Um, so uh, it is. Uh, you, you've heard of A Smith Bowman Distillery? Yes. That's the Virginia. So they're one, right? out of Virginia. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they 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 work with uh, Buffalo Trace. They actually take Buffalo Trace juice, redistill it typically, and then put out these amazing options. And I I gotta say, we actually I believe we have a Smith Bowman uh, specifically. I want to say it's a John Bowman. Uh, I think we have one. Uh, I might be wrong, uh, but it's yeah. Someone sent us a port finished. I want to say, I might be wrong. But it is fantastic. Their work, I mean, their stuff is awesome. And so I, I talked with the people at Sazerac, and they're not only sending us their hazmat uh, cast strength, uh, like 100 141 proof, I want to say, oh uh, cast strength A. Smith Bowman release, uh, but they also are starting to work out that their uh, master distiller, I forget what his last name is, but his first name is Brian, and Brian. he wants to join or join an episode for the podcast. So I'm like, stoked that's awesome freaking stoked so yeah that's what's coming up <laughs> and uh next on my uh notes to get to is uh also i 
figured out a way to do YouTube live finally. Okay. Uh, and we are able to do that together. And so I'll be sending out in the next month or two, probably in the next month, to be honest, um, three samples to our Patreon people soon. Um, this will be, these three samples will be spread out across three months. Uh, and we will drink. Um, I think we're going to, uh, we can work this out, Robbie. And I'm 100% open to suggestions. But I was thinking we could just call them the chill filter drink alongs. And uh, where we do YouTube live and we uh, we send these samples out to our Patreon only people. And any, anyone can watch, but the people that are drinking along will be our Patreon supporters. Um, and, uh, and I'll give you a hint to what we're drinking each month. Three barrel proofs we got set up for the next three months. Uh, but more details to come on what days we're going to be doing those. Robbie and I will work that out uh, for each month. Uh, but be ready to hop on, whether you're a Patreon supporter or not. Uh, Patreon listeners will be the ones, like I said, getting the samples, though. Uh, and one more thing. Uh, from this point on, and and there will be like a legacy group, if you start supporting us on Patreon, uh, starting you know when this episode's released, uh, July 12th, I want to say, uh, if you start supporting us on Patreon, only the $10 and above tier a month will get drink-along samples. Uh, those who have already supported us thus far before July 12th will be included in the drink-alongs. Uh, but I can't be sending out uh, samples to, to every like $3 tier supporter. We just don't, it's not cost-efficient yet uh, to do that. So if you want to get drink-along samples for the Patreon, you got to be on a $10 or more tier a month. Uh, but if you've already supported us at a three or five dollar tier, you're in. You're good. We're, we we support you um, because you've supported us. Uh, but like I said, after July 12th, if you're in the three or five dollar tier, you will get goodies. You will get uh, potentially shout outs, if not stickers, uh, but not drink along samples after this point. If you're new, I hope that's very clear. Uh, that's all the notes I got. Let's uh, let's dig into some history. Unless you have anything to say, uh, I hope you're all dung talking <laughs> oh i hate to poo on this but let's go okay um mm-hmm. here we go uh we're drinking today floki i, I, I want to say it's floki maybe not, maybe it's flocky but uh, i want to say in iceland they probably call it floki yeah, i might I be wrong floki um <laughs> icelandic young malt uh specifically their sheep dung smoked reserve uh, this is absolutely our first Floki plot product on the podcast, let alone our first Einwerk distillery product, let alone our first Icelandic whiskey on the podcast. That's why I'm so excited about this. This is something completely different. Uh, so let's talk Iceland for a second. Bjork. So Iceland is not super, yeah, Bjork, uh, not super known for its whiskeys. Uh, here's the thing about Iceland. Uh, cereal grains typically don't grow well at that altitude, uh, which is up there. If you actually do the, if you look at it in terms of latitude, it is uh, matching up with the northern half, half of Alaska. So it's pretty darn cold up there, uh, if anyone needs that frame of reference. And apparently things like potatoes can grow okay in Iceland, uh, and you can make alcohol out of potatoes, but you can't call it whiskey. But in recent years, Einwerk Distillery in the area of 
uh, Gardabear, and I'm butchering that, but apparently I did look up the pronunciation, and it's not far from what I did say. Gardabear area of Iceland. They've worked uh, to grow barley in Iceland, and they pulled it off. Hmm. And when you grow grain, you make whiskey. So they made a 100% Icelandic barley-based Floki whiskey. So Einwerk Distillery started up in 2009. Their goal was uh, a local-based ingredient distillery, and they seem to be doing well. Uh, They make three products for the most part. They make a gin, uh, something called a Brennavin, which is a Icelandic uh, traditional spirit, which is a caraway-flavored grain uh, spirit. Uh, known, yeah, from being from Iceland. And what we're drinking today, it, we're it, also what we're drinking today, the Floki Single Malt Whiskey. Uh, from their website, I did read this, and this is a quote. Uh, Our whiskey, uh, Floki, is the first of its kind in Iceland, handcrafted with four years of 163 trial distillations and maturation tests to ensure the perfect recipe. We use our own custom-made distillation equipment to extract full flavor from the barley and mature the whiskey in new American oak casks. The result is a complex malt with a unique blend of characteristics found in bourbon, scotch, and Irish whiskeys. Unquote. So I think this is really interesting, but it doesn't stop there. It certainly Mm. doesn't. Okay. They smoke their grain. Uh, you know, like the the malting process, they halt the the grain, you know, growing, just like you know what you would expect of a Scotch or even a good mesquite smoked American single malt like Del Bac Dorado, for example, uh, which the the courier is about to come your way pretty soon, uh, Robbie, for a nice Del Bac Dorado. But anyway, Wunderbar. they don't smoke uh, their whiskey with a or their their malt with plant based materials like peat charcoal or wood no they smoke their malted barley with dried sheep's dung wow anyway which apparently isn't the absolute craziest thing to do in iceland there's apparently a lot of sheep poo out there and they do take advantage of it for other food related products (laughs) apparently um but it's definitely still way out of the ordinary in my book uh, and not all Floki single malts are sheep dung smoked. Some are like beer finished uh, barley whiskey, or yeah, barley based whiskey. Uh, one is even an Icelandic birch finished whiskey. Uh, but what we're drinking today, it, I would consider the most unique one of what they're doing, and it's the sheep sheep dung smoked reserve. Uh, so we're, yep, like I mentioned, we're drinking Floki Icelandic young malt sheep dung smoked reserve. Like I said, cereal grains don't typically grow well at the 66th parallel. Uh, But if they are able to make it work, they got to be some hardy barley they're growing. Hardy barley. It's got to be some hardy barley. Yeah, hardy barley, (laughs) uh, which might have a different taste than your typical Scottish uh, barley, for example. Uh, This is made as well, not only with local grain, but also Icelandic spring water. Uh, It is sheep dung smoked barley. Um, you know, halting that that malting process with the heat. Uh, like I did mention earlier, uh, it is aged in new American oak, but according actually to the bottle box, which I'm going to trust more in this case, as opposed to the website, 
Uh, this specific one was actually not aged in new American oak. It was used, it used an ex Floki barrel. So they reused the barrel from what they were doing uh, previously. So not new oak in this case, but not sure if American oak is their standard now uh, or used to be their standard. Uh, but I'm guessing their new standard is American oak since this bottle was purchased. Um, because it mentions it, at least on their website, that that's how they do it. Uh, 94 proof, also known as 47% alcohol. Uh, each bottle is apparently numbered and signed by the distiller. Uh, no coloring added and non-chill filtered. Hey, that's, that's not the name, the name of the podcast. podcast. <laughs> Only purchasable in Iceland or at the Reykjavik airport at the duty-free store, which I've actually been to that <laughs> duty-free store. I just didn't buy this when I was funny there. Enough, years ago. It's so funny that you get um, the duty whiskey from the duty-free. Hmm. Yeah, good point. Oh, that's funny. I like that. Duty. Um, but anyway, uh, their total wine price, they don't, they're not sold in total wine, but their retail price at the airport is about 65 American dollars, not for a 750, but for a 500 liter, half a liter, or 500 milliliter, which is half a liter. Uh, let's drink. I am stoked about this because <laughs> I, um, yeah, I have no idea what to expect. Oh man, no idea. Are you worried about this one? Or are you oh, like I am now. intrigued? I am worried now. Okay, good. So I just cracked my. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, I can't wait. To- it smells like hay that's been in a barn for a while. No, it smells good. You don't get like a like a barnyard it smell. It's got a little bit of a of smokiness to it. Let me let me pour oh, this dude, it out. Smells first. Like, let me it give smells it a little like spin J first too. Does it like the little rascal or the uh, or the or the uh, what do you call it? The plant. The plant. Oh, what oh, I wouldn't you, give to smell. You haven't smelled alfalfa, alfalfa, the little rascal. Yeah. Uh, so light color, pretty Super pretty light. pretty light. It reminds me of like an Ardbeg uh, light color. Um. Which it's makes like sh- sense with and and they mention new American oak cast, but they don't mention new char. Oh so that kind of makes sense with the lightness I'm seeing here. Plus they reuse barrels <laughs> Dude, this in this like, case. So this is like alfalfa in a barn, man. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Do you know are you what are you getting on the nose? Ooh. A little youth, to be honest. Um like a little like it, the little hey, rascals were youth youths. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I say spanky. Smells like spanky, which Kind of matches here, actually. Who's your favorite little rascal? Or what's the other? What's the girl? Darla. Dear Darla. Darla. Like, dear Darla. I hate your stinking uh, guts. I hate your. Your sheep you dung are the scum between, between, my, between toes. my toes. Yeah. Love alfalfa. Crush the can. Uh, yeah, it kind of smells pretty young. Um, there's a there's a youth to the um, nose. It doesn't smell smell too well matured. To be honest, there is a tiny bit of smoke. But really, the big note I'm getting. Let me keep smelling that. I like that. Uh, there's a youth to the nose. That's it's like, a that young like an alcohol. album title. Yeah, youth to the nose. A youthful note. Oh, youth. Dude, to are the you nose. not yeah. getting this? That was a nickname at college, actually. Oh, are you not? Alpha, I don't know what alfalfa smells like, or like I do get the hay in the barn though. Actually, that's a really good note. Yeah. Ugh. Like a wet hay. <laughs> oh, you hate it? Oh. Oh my gosh. There's a sweetness to it on the nose. Let me go for a sip. Go for here, a sip. Uh, I, I'm intrigued to hear what you have to say. I'm going to go for a second sip here in a second just to see. 
Mm. <laughs> oh man. I okay, let me before I go, go Whoa, on any further here. Crazy finish. Before I go on anymore, mm-hmm. I am super grateful and excited to be trying this. Um Yeah, thanks, Sean. This is gonna I I'm I'll, I'll spoiler alert, this is not gonna be my new daily drinker. Um <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go for another sip here. What do you what are you getting? Oh, um First kind of notes I got, the the youth actually does go away a little bit. Um, it doesn't taste as young and as immature as I expected it to taste. Uh, it starts out pretty sweet, uh, definitely a barley product. Um, the smokiness isn't strong, uh, but it is there. And then the finish was crazy, which I, I really need to hone in on the next sip. But what do you think? I don't like this. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, though. I would love to have this. Like, I am gonna save this, like uh, a decent amount of the sample just for this show off to people. It is, it's different. This is totally different. Um, but that alfalfa hay in the barn cow, like it, it smells like yeah, a the barn. Hay's there, I can't get past it. Like, Actually, that's kind of the finish. Is like a musty, um, wet, just ground, <laughs> potentially wet hay. Um, kind of feel to it um, it's a part of me I, i'll be honest i was excited to try this but i'll be honest there is a little bit weirded out that i that i'm feeling now that i'm sipping it knowing that this was sheep dung smoked um i had to know what it tastes like and now i do and i'm kind of weirded out by it but i'm not i don't hate it i, I i'll be maybe robbie does but i do not hate it uh, it's weird it's really weird it is totally different which I love. I love it for the fact that it is totally different and it is so unique. Yeah. Um, I love it for that fact. I just hate it for the fact that I feel like I'm drinking a slew of barnyard wetness. <laughs> like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Cannot get past. It's got it. a. It's got a vegetable, um, something to it, that, and that very well might be just like alfalfa and wet hay. Um, but it is sweet. I do you taste the sweetness that I'm tasting? There is there is a sweetness there, but then again, it's like yeah. it's like it's just a, the barley, probably. Yeah, it's like if you were in like if you were sucking on a, a lifesaver and you dropped it in a barn, yeah, and you picked the lifesaver back <laughs> and put it in your mouth, and that's it's like about, full of dirt. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, no, no, mm. this is sweet. It's sweet. Yeah, it's, it's sweet. Dung, but yeah. <laughs> sure. It also, that's funny. It also got dragged through the hay in the barn. But there is well, a sweetness. Now you got to try it with ice and water. Okay, so with the water, I'm not getting much different on the nose. Like it is just, yeah, it is what it same was. Same kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, it's super interesting. And 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 to be honest, I I think a lot of this might have to do with the strain of barley that can grow Ex- yeah. at like Alaska, you know, latitudes. The Great White North. Yeah. That was a nickname in college. Oh, man. Well, I'm going to go to ice, but I got to go. I got to I got to back away from the desk for a second. Wait, I got to I got to give a few notes on water first. Oh, nothing changed with me on water. It's just barn barnyard again. Hmm. I don't hate it. It's just weird. I've had worse. I've a hundred percent had worse. It's um, 
It's, I, I am loving it. I am loving to hate it. Like, yeah, I, can't, yeah. I can't wait to show this to like, somebody else. Be like, hey. Yeah. Like, I, I, so part of it, too, is I, going into it, I thought, okay, well, it's sheep dung. But, I mean, is it really going to be that make that big of a difference? And I feel like it really did. But I kind of wish I would have come into mm-hmm. it not knowing that and just kind of see where I went with it. Um, yeah. So I'm going to try that out on some people. And see, like, hey, what do you, what do you get? So, what do you get off this? Yeah. So I did just realize that I forgot to bring ice upstairs. Here's my dilemma: Do I go get ice, or do I just accept it? No, I gotta get ice. You gotta, hold, hold firm and keep talking. Uh, the color of yeah. the whiskey is like a <laughs> urine-based terracotta tile. Um, I can hear coal moving in the background. I don't know if you can pick that up, but I can. Cole is breathing heavily. He's running down the stairs. <laughs> um, so no, this is, it's it's definitely interesting. This is definitely worth, if you ever have, some, can find this, you got to try it. And please, I, I want to hear anybody else's notes on it because it really, to me, it's like drinking a farm. It really is. Um, super light. I will say the ice right now has mellowed it, so it's it's a little sweeter. It's got like a weird. It's definitely muted, which is a good thing on the nose, but it's got a weird musty sweetness to it. Like the the sweetness is there a little. It really more does. Ice. Um, are you back at the mic, Cole? I am. Yeah, right, I'm gonna mm-hmm. go for a sip with the ice, but it, the, I think. Oh, it's super. It's like the nose is really amplified with ice. Oh, you think so? I thought it was a little more muted. Now I'm getting a lot more notes. Or a lot more potency, at least. Oh, gosh. I'm yeah, ha- I'm, really musty. I'm having a just, like... Wet. It's like wet. Uh, you know, like we said, wet hay. Yeah. I'm having to, like, force myself to swallow it. I'm not... <laughs> which is awesome. And- would you Would you say this might fit a wet dog note? Um... On the nose, I can see where you. I'm sure you haven't tasted wet dog yet. Oh, yeah, of course I have. Moose comes in all wet and he shakes off. It gets in your mouth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I can. I can see where you're at with a wet dog. Like I definitely get that. To mm. me, but it, to, this is just. It's just barnyard alfalfa. That's all I get. Yeah. And you know, every time I go out to like, um, I, I drive past a bunch of cows or an alfalfa field. I don't think, gosh, I wish I could drink that. <laughs> yeah, um, here I so am. one note i did get off the ice pour yeah <laughs> uh w- one note i did get off the ice pour was a little bit of honey um right on the finish it was like a nice honey um hey that used to be my nickname in college clover honey what nice honey nice honey i like that yeah you can call me that mm-hmm yeah yeah. All right, man. So next time on the episode where nice honey and coal drink, <laughs> you know, Elijah Craig, you know, 18 or something. Um, I, I'm ready to go to mm. ratings. I am done drinking this. Yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> I will say. And now we can say we drank uh, Sheep Dung Smoked Reserve uh, Single Malt. Yep, we did it. And. I, I'm gonna say in our in the ratings, I think we're gonna have a new record, Cole. 
Oh, yeah? Lowest ever for I, Robbie? I know for sure it is, yeah. Anyway, are you, are you ready for your rating? Let me actually think about it before you give yours. Okay. I'll tell you when I'm done. So you want me to go first? Okay, you, I'm ready. You <laughs> yeah, you can go first. Okay. <laughs> All right. I am giving this... No. I've stated before what I like is I like something unique. I like something a little bit different. This is both mm-hmm. unique and very different, but it yeah. is getting my lowest rating ever. I will never uh-huh. drink this again. Will I gladly <laughs> give it to other people? Absolutely. Yeah. It's you know, it's like it's it's very much like uh well, tell me what you think. It's disgusting? Yeah, that's what I thought too. But it, it, you know, you can tell them like what is all uh, like. I'm giving it a two. It's just a solid two. Nice. Um, never ever yeah. again will I drink this. Never. I am so glad I drank it. I'm glad I experienced this. You know. Uh huh. But I'm done with it. So <laughs> that's that. Cole, what do you got for rating? Yeah. I actually am gonna go five here. Uh, the reason I'm going a five. Because I too am uh, not a not a huge fan. I would never buy it. Um, oh, if I did buy it, it would only be for the you know novelty of it. Um, but the the biggest reason I'm giving it a five and not like a two is because I I didn't hate it. <laughs> I just didn't like it. Um, but I've had worse. I've a hundred percent had worse. I've had worse American whiskey. I've had worse Scotch. This is not terrible, uh, but is it something that I really want? I don't think any day I would crave this. Um, but like I said, I'm stoked to have tried it, uh, and not even to—I don't even just say that to thank Sean for sending it to us. Uh, I really wanted to try uh-huh. Sheep Dung Smoked Whiskey, um, and now I have, and now I know that I might not like it again in the future. I have a feeling a lot of this, more so than the sheep dung, has to do with the barley and the aging. See, that would be an interesting to be thing. That I would love to like mm-hmm. see them do it again, but without the sheep dung, right? Or oh, even, for sure. or even like, imp- and they do have that actually. Or even import some barley and do it with the sheep yeah. dung. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, like yeah, it'd be controlled uh, experiment. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, thanks again, Sean. Uh, I give it a five, just a flat five. Uh, I would put this in the never drink again secondary category. Um, but like I said, I've had worse. So yeah. not too bad. Okay. No. Uh, uh, is it time, Robbie, for the next portion of our show yeah. called Whiskey World News? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And we're back with Whiskey World News, part of the show where we read an article and we talk about it. Didn't write it, just talking about it. Uh, And actually, who wrote it? Allison Nichols from The Whiskey Wash. And this one's titled, Old Smoky Announces New Small Batch Premium Whiskey Brand. Old Smoky Distillery, normally known for its range of moonshines, recently announced the launch of a new small batch premium whiskey brand with its first expression honoring family ties James Ownby Reserve Tennessee Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Commemorating what was described by the brand as the history and spirit of James Ownby, the fifth-generation great-grandfather of Old Smoky Distillery's founder, Joe Baker, the 94-proof whiskey is aged at 
in an American virgin charred oak barrels and filtered utilizing the Lincoln County process, passing through the sugar maple charcoal before aging, allowing for a rich, warm, deep caramel, if you're a fancy man, caramel, if you're a regular man, flavoring according to official tasting notes. The bottle and label design celebrate Tennessee with the state's three stars found on the Tennessee state flag, each representing the areas of Tennessee, Middle East, Middle East and West, and includes a personal message and Baker's signature in honor of his ancestor's life. I'm going to skip down here to the last uh, paragraph here real quick. It says, James L.B. Restraint Bourbon Whiskey will be available in major markets and at Old Smoky Barrel House Distilling in Gatlinburg and 6th and Peabody in Nashville with less than 200 bottles to be released this month. Wow. So, Cole, any thoughts on that? Yeah, I have a lot of thoughts, actually. I So, Old Smoky, as most people have seen, is that, like, mason jar moonshine that you can see in like blue like liquids sometimes inside of it i i think this is pretty cool one because they're actually putting out a bourbon product and you know when you make when you make spirits um that don't fit the standards of whiskey and then you put out a whiskey i think that's pretty cool like one they they have experience with distilling and they wanted to go beyond the base moonshine um you know, category, uh, which isn't really a category at all. Uh, and then what, what surprises me as well is that these guys do like a Lincoln County process. Like a, they basically are making a Tennessee whiskey. Uh, and I think it could actually fit the name or the uh, category or uh, standards of a Tennessee whiskey because they, they, they fit everything else, it seems like. Uh, but they're calling it a bourbon, which is allowed. You're allowed to call like Jack Daniels, I believe, technically is a, still a bourbon, but they don't want to be called a bourbon. They want to be called a Tennessee whiskey. Uh, and I think that's pretty cool that Old Smokey here is is making that move uh, and saying, yeah, we don't just have um, this, you know, random spirit that's based on, you know, and I believe I think Old Smokey was known to do corn only. Um, for their standard moonshine. I think we talked about that in the, um, uh, what is it, the uh, uh, Mellow Corn episode. Uh, but I, I think there's a lot going on here that is something to be checked out. I would love, I would have loved to be one of those uh, people that got one of the first 200 bottles, um, at least that month. Uh, I would be stoked to try this, to be honest. I would think this is worth checking out a new, not a new distillery, but a new product from an old distillery that never does whiskey. So I think that's pretty cool. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, about the same. I think it's awesome that, you know, they're branching out. They're doing something new with mm-hmm. something old, you know? So hopefully it's good. Mm-hmm. They can, you know, more good whiskey is a good thing. So that's about my only thought. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 I agree. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you guys at Old Smoky. Old Smoky. Well, so uh, I, I guess it's time for uh, what whiskey would you choose? It is, and I, unless you had anything else, no, yeah. that's it. I mean, so we, you know, a little bit of a backlog here. I got into summer mode too much and skipped uh, our first what whiskey would you choose with John from Embellished Pod, which was uh, uh-huh. if you got a backpack and you're stealing 150 dollars worth of whiskey and get one bottle of one <laughs> brand, what are you stealing? Uh, he won with Bardstown. Uh, in uh, Bardstown Prisoner, seventy-four to twenty-six percent to my seventeen ninety-two uh, single barrel. A uh, couple other people, Madtown Marketer, Ben Clepsig, stealing Stag Senior, 
Mark O'Casey, nice. he's going for the Four Roses Barrel Strength Limited Edition. Uh, and he says, one, one bottle's easier to hide. And then uh, John and Bell's Pops, yeah. so he originally said, you know, the Bardstown Prisoner, but he says he found a Pfeiffer Pavit BBC uh, that he could do too. And I have no idea what that is. Nice. So, better Wait, whiskey. what money. did he say? Say that again. Pfeiffer Pavit BBC. Yeah. Do you know that? Never heard of it, I but uh, John, send us some info. Mm-hmm. And then uh, empty underscore suit, empty suit went with old Carter. So that's that. And then last- wait, uh, that's uh, Will Will Barrett for the record. Oh, so it is. We okay. Got to remember that. Yeah. So and he sent us uh, a sample of uh, old Carter. So we are excited to one day try that soon. Hopefully. Okay. See, I didn't know that. I'm not good with this stuff. You're you're like you're the, the now you're good. You're the good guy with that. So anyway, thanks, Will. I'm the good cop. You're the bad cop. <laughs> I'm the dumb cop. Your no. um, <laughs> next one is uh, so then last week with uh, Connor from Who Gives a Dram, we went with uh, if James Bond yeah. were whiskey, what whiskey would it be? And I'm nice. kicking myself in the pants because James Bond, I missed the low hanging fruit, should have gone with a bottled and bond. Oh, there was messed that up. There was good low hanging fruit there, yeah. yeah. But anyway, I went with Johnny Walker Blue, he went with McAllen 18, and he won 69 to 31 percent. Um, and I am like, I Guest hosts are killing me at this point. Uh, we only had one you, ride. In- have you seen um, uh, Skyfall? Uh, I think so. Is that the one with? Uh, I think it was McAllen eighteen that was in that a few times. So that makes it? sense that Connor would say that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, we only had one ride from El Chupacabra fourteen. He went with ten high nice. since he shakes his martinis. So there you go. Nice. And that's, Dude, uh, El Chupacabra is the head bartender at the greatest speakeasy in Gilbert, Arizona, White oh, Rabbit. Okay. If you're in if you're in the Phoenix area and you want to go to a great speakeasy, hit up El Chupacabra at uh, the White Rabbit Bar. Yeah, nice. he's awesome. There you yeah. go. All right, and I love the name El Chupacabra. Fourteen. Yeah, for sure. I don't know how to say yeah, 14, fourteen in Spanish. Anyway, Cole. Uh, what is it? Uh, Catorce. Ooh, El Chupacabra Catorce. Yeah. Do you know how I know that, actually? I, I Do you remember that song from U2 that's like, uno, dos, yeah. tres, catorce. And he like skips to 14 after three, and it's like really dumb Bono move. That's how I know. <laughs> yep. You're welcome, world. And that's not the song of my people. Ooh. Uh, so we did not use yeah. that. Well and done. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah. And uh so are we ready for this week's what we see what you choose? Uh we are. <clears throat> okay, cool. We're actually doing okay on time. We are. I'm surprised. I we'd and be I wrong. went through a lot of notes today. Yeah. Well, there wasn't a lot okay, going on so- with the whiskey other than what was going on. <laughs> Yeah. Except for the sheep dung I smoke kinda, yeah, part. I kinda, yeah, I kinda was like, Yeah, I'm done with it. Let's let's get out of here. Which <laughs> nah, <it> works. <laughs> All right. So what is this week's what whiskey would you choose, Cole? All right, we've done something like this. We did this in the spring season. We said originally or before we said, What is this good spring whiskey? We're not asking that question today because we've already asked that question in the springtime, but it is now the summertime and what robbie is your is a whiskey you would describe as a great summer whiskey okay do you know what you got because i know what i got 
Oh, I know what I got. Okay. Yeah. So this one's pretty. Or we might even have the same thing. Oh, I, d- I don't yeah. think we will. Because okay, because cool. you're going with Buffalo Trace Standard. <laughs> no, <I'm again>. not. <laughs> no. <laughs> or Eagle Rare, yeah. <laughs> so, I, honestly, I you know if you listen to last week's episode, this won't be too big a surprise. I really enjoyed, uh, and I realized I had uh, old information. I don't think it's Rebel Yell anymore. It's just Rebel. Um, so what, oh really? I think so. I think they like because they rebranded and all. I'm fairly positive. Maybe uh, Billy Idol suit or something did. like that. Uh, yeah, but they do have the Rebel Yell ten, so they kept the Yell on the tenure. Um, but the standard that we drank is just Rebel, um, Rebel Bourbon or something like that. They call it Rebel whiskey. Nice. I think. Uh, anyway, that's going to be mine okay. because that was it. Like, honestly, uh, I was super surprised by it. It's cheap. You know, in the summertime, I got a little more downtime. I might drink a little bit more frequently. Um, and that's something I can go to. It's cheaper. It was really light, uh, very pleasant. Uh, and I think it would go great in like an iced tea. Um, wouldn't feel bad about mixing it. Wouldn't feel, you know, enjoy it neat. So I'm going to go with uh, Rebel Whiskey, Rebel Bourbon, whatever it's called now. That's my that's my summer whiskey right now. What about you, Cole? What's your summer whiskey? I like it. Um, you know, I don't even know if I've ever had Rebel Yell. Yeah. It has been... It was either I had it a long time ago and forgot about it, or I just never never had it. Uh, so I've got to try that. You'll have to send me or courier me a sample. Um, what mine is, is the perfect refreshing whiskey. Uh, not too expensive, but it is somewhat expensive, but it's not like hundreds of dollars. Uh, but it goes so well with ice, and it's delish. And I'm going to go with Yamazaki 12 here. Okay. Um, it's like uh, w- someone described it to me, and we've talked about this on the uh, Yamazaki 12 episode, maybe 100 plus episodes ago. Uh, it is, it's like hard cider, extra hard. And then you add ice, and it's like refreshing mm. as crap, dude. It's so good. Uh, so I'm going to go with, yeah, Yamazaki 12 uh, for my best summer whiskey. There you go. Nice. Oh, it's the best summer whiskey? I thought we were just going summer whiskey. Or at least would would be a perfect summer whiskey, yeah. Well, crap. Well, mine's not perfect. Mine's just a good. Well, what would be your definitive summer whiskey? Would it be Rebel? It would be Buffalo Trace Standard. Mixed with Eagle Bear and any Colonel E.H. Taylor. I just super cold you. Yeah. Basically, Nashville number one (laughs) from Cole. Yeah. No, I feel I'm fine Uh, with Rebel. I I know I'm going to lose. Okay, cool. I know I'm going to lose, but I'm fine with that. I I just... I don't know. People... Some people side with bourbon more than they do Japanese whiskey, so... But I'm with you, though. Like, Japanese with ice? Oh, you can't be... Oh, goodness. Super fruity floral. It never goes wrong. It's Mm. never wrong. And you're like, okay, and then, like, you get a little little bit of smoke on it. Right around the, oh, the yeah. campfire, tiny on the tent, yeah. the camping. Yeah, uh, you, yeah, you got so it over there. So, so mm-hmm. all right, man. So last right. but not least, what are, what are we gonna put up against each other next week, bud? Okay, so I got this one. So we got two listeners that sent in two samples that we can um, kind of fight. Uh, like we'll we'll either do two one way or two the other way. The whiskeys are uh, we fighting, or two we're fighting batches. The listeners? A little bit of both. Okay, uh, we're hey, fighting Caleb Olson, but yeah, we're gonna one. lose. Have you seen the guns on that guy? Oh man! Anyway, he's boating and um, doing all this sort of thing. Yeah, 
and his Chopping lake wood. stuff and 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 causing a riots in been, rice lake he's, wisconsin he's got riot muscles right now yeah seriously love that guy anyway so we're between two sets of two uh the first is from marco and casey on instagram uh his mb roland straight bourbon batch we have two batches here and i want to say someone sent us one of the batches and, and another person sent, but i'm gonna i'll check that by next week um mb roland it's a kentucky distillery small they only produce um cast strength uh whiskey and in this case we're talking about their straight bourbon uh batches 58 and 69 if we (laughs) if that one's chosen we will drink both and we'll compare them on next episode alternatively uh we uh from ben klepsig uh one of our other wisconsin friends uh is castle and key restoration rye uh, ben was able to snag us batch one and batch two uh, separate. Of course, they're also, it seems like I might be wrong, but they, no, they're probably not uh, cast strength because one's 51.5% and one's 495 And those are two perfect numbers. So I don't think they're cast strength, but they're, you know, nice, about a hundred proofs. Uh, so, and that's from Castle and Key is the old or the new old Taylor distillery. Uh, and so uh, it's a beautiful distillery apparently one of the classiest it's literally a castle uh where they distill stuff it's where where colonel e.h taylor used or broke off when he broke away from the buffalo trace distillery or at that time the george t stag distillery i believe it was no i believe at that point it was the (laughs) uh old fire copper distillery to be honest anyway uh i'll figure that out by the time we do the episode i'll do some research um so listeners look out on instagram especially on tuesday to wednesday uh you will be given a prompt of what should we drink castle and key or mb roland uh, i'm intrigued to see what people are going to choose and thank you in advance to ben klepsig and marco in casey so yeah. um yeah i i hope our listeners uh will uh fight for their what they believe in this week in terms of uh, a bourbon or rye in this case you know, Cole, I hope that you find the greatest tunes from the 2000s to entertain Baby Beck. And, Robbie, I hope that our baby is easier to raise than twins. Cole, it is. I hope. I hope it is, too. <laughs> first kid only, like, first kid's always, I got it, is always tricky. Though. There's a lot of learning curve there. Yeah. But you know what, Cole? Oh, for sure. Most of all, uh-huh. I hope our love of spirits lifted yours.